Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The year is 2001. Cher was giving us living proof. Banana the snake was sitting somewhere in a cold cage at the Bronx Zoo, not knowing his life would soon change. Christian contemporary artist Katie Hudson was selling less than 200, 200 copies of her debut album. Who? <laughs> Katie Hudson, otherwise known as Katy Perry. Oh. She made her Christian effort in 2001. Oh, that's nice. Nobody knew. <laughs> um, those who thought young said, Pepsi, please. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I'm T. Kyle. Hey, I'm Bradley Stern. This, this is, is our, our new, new brand. <laughs> Yeah, no, no that's not going to work. Hey, I'm T. Kyle. And I'm Bradley Stern. And this is It's Britney, Bitch. A podcast for stands by stands dedicated to 20 years of the living legend, Britney Jean Spears. Okay, so 2001, uh, a lot happened. It's a whopper. Year. This is a big year. It's a huge year. Um, there are so many incredible performances. Mm-hmm. This is... If you thought 2000 was the peak, honey. This was, I mean, huge performances, massive tour, special God. album, Super DMAs, Bowl, Super Bowl, casual. Super you know. casual. She did it all. This is a big year. This is a huge year. You're um, not ready. Well, I feel like we should start off similar to how Britney started off this mm. era with the VMAs. 2001. 2001 VMAs? The moment Heard that of her. kicked off the Britney third album era. Yes. With a performance of Slave for You. Yes. So why don't we talk about the moment leading up to the moment because of how fresh, cool, and unique it was. <laughs> <laughs> so Britney was in deep in teen pop land mm-hmm. and made it very clear she wanted to go something more urban, yes. something more adult. And so began the Britney era when she appeared in teasers for the VMAs, practicing for something. And then it was announced that she would be debuting a song rather yes. than performing a hit. And no one knew what the song was. Nobody knew what the song this was. was. like This was unheard of for any... I mean, look, looking to today, people don't do that. They don't debut a song at a massive award show. They don't do it because she did it. And then they said, we can't do it. (laughs) Well, yeah. (laughs) I watched this live and... I watched this live as well, yes. I'm going to say that from start to finish, this is probably her best performance in history. Mm -hmm. It is absolutely perfect. Every element from costume, dance, body the subtle mix that they did with the lightning and the owls and the rain and everything fitting with the dancers, the costumes, the production, the shock value. This is probably one of the best live television performances in the history of earth. I'm going to go that big. Yeah. Just objectively speaking. Yes. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, It is perfect. And the thing about it that is so crazy to me is that, Getty images from it, the captures from it, like every single frame is beautiful. It's perfect. Every picture from it is iconic. Mm-hmm. It's crazy. Like obviously other performances were all great, but like everything happened as it should mm-hmm. perfectly. The snake had all odds against it to lash out or like, right. I don't know, freeze up or pull an Asia O'Hara and pass out on the floor. because oh <laughs> the sure. Um, you don't know. Well, before even getting to the snake, she starts yeah. this performance in a cage with a fucking live tiger. The tiger. And there's nothing. I don't even. Was that? I can't see. No, he's just hanging. Even chained. I don't down think. So. No, I think like he's just being held by a leash 
she was in a cage where literally she could have been mauled to death by a tiger on live television. Mauled to death by the tiger Just was like, that's that Britney, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I watch it back and I'm like, oh, there must have been, you know, something separating mm. it. No, she is full on two feet away from a wild animal. Yeah. Tiger. And super chill. Dying inside, but super chill outwardly. Um. Oh, first we saw of Tiger Knee. Tiger Knee. This she is, saw that tiger and was like... She was inspired for life. That would be a good flash opener mm-hmm. for my website. Yes, I have the tiger knee. Um, yeah, I think I think Tiger is uh, slightly overlooked. Mm-hmm. Um, I think he needs a lot more credit yes. for his appearance. And of course, we have Banana the Snake. And there was this like wild pursuit of Banana. And we found out that a banana was okay, I think, a few years ago. I don't know if Banana still is, but... I don't know. We're going to say timeless and Banana will live on forever. Yeah, so. I can't believe Britney Spears invented snakes. I cannot believe literally before this, there were not snakes. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, God on that day said, I'm going to create snakes. Yes. And it, they fell from the sky and landed on Britney's shoulders. And <laughs> That's, if you watch the performance, that is what happens uh, after a clap of thunder. Yes. Yeah, it is the best. And sometimes, for some reason, I like hesitate to call it my favorite just because it's too perfect, which I think is unfair. Right. But it's like, it's like the standard. So I find it really boring for that to be the, the favorite almost. You right. know what I mean? Like, I wouldn't say it's my favorite, yeah. but I do think objectively it is the greatest. Yes. It of just, all time. yeah, execution wise, a lightning in a bottle moment. Mm-hmm. Completely. It's just everything went right. Yes. Yeah. And also, zero fucking celebrity audience reactions oh that distract you for the past five years at any. That's know. the other thing, too, about watching this is that it's filmed so well it's very intense and dramatic and like you're close up to her almost the whole time right and i mean compared to i would say the vmas of the past couple years they're just looking for shady gif reactions yeah and i'm sorry i you know i used to work at mtv i have no disrespect to any of my former co-workers or anyone that's involved in the production (laughs) i am just being completely you're all being assholes no i um (laughs) i as a stan of the MTV days, um, yeah. I watch these back and I'm like, the cinematography is perfect. The way the cameras mm. are angled are planned out. Like when she gets the snake and when she's with the tiger and the dance moves and the breaks and the costumes, it's all, every single frame of this performance is like it was shot for yeah uh, a live perform. I mean, a, not a live, it was a fucking live, you know what I'm saying? And now it almost feels like they like blow their load on like one superstar performance to do that for and no one else. Like I feel like Beyonce kind of got that treatment in 2016. Yeah, but I feel like she controls that because she knows yeah. she wants that because she has an artistic eye. Yeah. She and got that's what that. these felt like. Yeah. I feel like Kendrick also got that recently where it like, oh, felt yes. so movie-like. So artistic. Yeah. And it was like, oh, all performances should look like this and probably would look like this if they were shot correctly. Yeah. Not a so. single celebrity reaction shot in this performance. No, there's no time for Not that. Not even audience reaction shots. You know, it was different with uh, Hollywood and Emma Donna because that was like meant to sort of titillate and be shocking that mm-hmm. these people are teaming up and look at all their rivals and their exes and yeah. the crowd watching those them. those were planned. So like, those were all it was planned, like yeah. they had the iconic shots, mm-hmm. the camera shots, and then they had worked in yeah. the reaction shots. They, yeah, they got all the reactions from, like, look at Avril, her nemesis, allegedly, mm-hmm. you know, like, look at Justin. Like, it was like very, like, this is almost like a back and forth. Yes. Thank God this didn't happen in 2018. It would be oh like 30 shots of like Frankie Grande jumping up and down. <laughs> Sorry, Frankie. <laughs> um, yeah. And also this is, I feel like the first, like, not the first time she danced, but we got a very, she danced hard in this one. She I mean, danced, it was sharp. Yeah. It was, the dancers were incredible. I mean, this mm-hmm. was like a really sharp, heavy dance number yeah this is where she sets the bar for herself mm-hmm. and screws herself because everyone's like well she's not dancing like 2001 britney because that was like an impossible standard to maintain for mm-hmm. many years after that yeah no everything was flawless everything was perfect and nothing hurt she truly did that and that kicked off the britney era it did and what an era it is i think maybe we can talk about the album now? Yeah. Yeah. Because the VMAs was the, the introduction of Slave for You. Yeah, that was like September. 01. There was really no other 
moments. Bef- I mean, yeah, well, there's, I don't want to say that because I might be. There's wrong. plenty of moments as far as um, so Super Bowl that was earlier in the year, obviously. Yes, but as far as like Britney era kicked off September, so everything before that was iconic commercials, mm-hmm. big performances. But yeah, this was the start of something. Well, new. speaking of Super Bowl. I've Which, heard of it. Before we jump into Britney, let's we'll, we'll quickly back up to mm. the Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, because that really wasn't anything related to like her own music nope. or anything. Nope. But that was the Pepsi, Joy of Pepsi. The Joy we got of a Pepsi. performance and we got Pepsi. We got so much Pepsi, Pepsi in 2001. Pepsi. We got Now and Then, The Generations. And then we got The Joy of Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We got two commercials in the same year. And both equally great. Both equally great. great. Commercials. Yes. Kendall Jenner, take a lesson. <laughs> take a note. Um the Super Bowl, she performed with Aerosmith. Aerosmith and Sync. Mary J. Mary J. Yeah. And she did a she did their song. She didn't she did. do anything. She was just nothing Britney. Yeah. She had the sock arms, which mm-hmm. were skinny. Uh, skinny. So skinny. Very skinny. Um an homage to uh maybe I don't know, Avril, skater boy culture, maybe. It was a bit punk rock. Mm-hmm. It was Very, sporty. It was sporty. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, she wears her socks on her hands, not on her legs. Yeah. She's different. She's a different she kind of girl. She plays soccer. She's an edgy girl. <laughs> <laughs> she wears socks on her arms. Um, yeah, it was cool that she was there. It's It doesn't feel like Britney played the Super Bowl in the same way that... no. Because it wasn't about her. Mm-mm. It was about Aerosmith. Yeah. And which I, I thought was really cool. I think that's why, well, the fans are always thirsty for everything, but I think they want her own set still, right. which that's a whole other yes. debate. About. And this also gave us, well, also too, I mean, back to legends only. Right. This was another step in the yes. legends only. Yeah. Cleared that path early. Yeah, I mean, she really is, you know, she covers Legends, Mm -hmm. she performs with Legends, yeah, and she's one of the only people to make a Pepsi song that could have been a single. Could have been a single. And would have been a smash. And goes down so well when you're DJing. Uh, The joy of Pepsi, the people turn the fuck out. Oh, yeah. Like, everyone gets crazy. Everyone screams it. I have an extended mix of it because Mm -hmm. people want more. Mm -hmm. Uh, Let me tell you, you have not lived... Until you come to Manhattan for a Britney <laughs> night that Brad is DJing when Joy of Pepsi comes on. It's crazy. I drop it at midnight. It is Spoiler unlike alert. anything it's, else. It's so funny. Because that's all of a sudden, like the people who don't know me or know that it was even like that kind of a stand night. Like you see reactions of people being like, oh, this goes deep like that. Mm-hmm. It's so much fun. The Pepsi commercials. We should talk about why they're why they generate such a reaction. I mean, the Joy of Pepsi is just that song. Yeah, it's a, it, it's at the core. Yeah, it is a bop. It is a bop, and uh, it just so happens to be sponsored content for Pepsi. It certainly is. Uh, it's a double win for Pepsi. Mm-hmm. Uh, the commercial is absolutely flawless. In I mean, this was just the era that the power came through, and she was so fierce and dominant, and that's like where my standum like kicked it up a notch because mm-hmm. she was so fucking aggressive. She yeah. rips off her Pepsi thing, flies into the factory, does her dance. She's so joyful. The little goofy face in that one quick shot, like ugh, it's everything you can want. She's like masculine, aggressive and also like super cutesy, funny. She's the perfect girl. It was really confident. Mm-hmm. Me yeah. This year it was aggressive. Yes. Yeah. She went hard. Yep. It was much more active in terms of the performances mm-hmm. circuit and live television performances. Yep. And everything just felt like more epic. Completely. This year. Yeah. This is such an untouchable year. I just think about everything and it's like, there's so much. Yeah. Like I can't even, you know, like sometimes we could be cheeky about like her performances or, you know, things weren't as iconic as they used to be. But like, this was the year that really shut everyone Mm -hmm. up and like she set the bar it's very impressive to look at everything and just be like this was all in one year um yeah so there was the joy at pepsi Mm -hmm. i have a uh life-size cardboard cutout you do of this year of the pepsi spawn con so iconic they brought it back for another round they did yeah they brought they brought the pepsi generations 
Well, yeah, they they like show it still they did this oh, whole like oh, new right, campaign right. They, they include the but it's legends only right it's that's like true michael Brittany, and i th- stevie wonder i think and that's like it like that's mm-hmm. part of this new campaign because they know we're so thirsty for the super bowl they're they're like well right. we're not gonna do that Let's but like them we'll put her on a can again mm-hmm. oh i'll take God. it i'll collect them all i still don't have one i just have I the know cardboard we have to go. cut out the original cardboard cut out you have to go to a local grocery shop and get some pepsi any locals out there that want to send us? <laughs> Are you a local Are at home? Are you a local? We're looking for Pepsi cans. <laughs> Are you a Pepsi drinking local? <laughs> oh my God. Um, uh, so the joy of Pepsi is one, but then there's Pepsi now and then, which really played into her love of playing characters. Mm-hmm. She fucking loves it. And just <clears> shout <throat> out to Pepsi for a brilliantly concepted. Brilliant concept. Going through all the generations. Mm-hmm. All the wigs. Every wig, foreshadowing if you see Amy with the fifties look, like that is it is the same look. It is exactly the same. Yeah, she probably kept the wig. Honestly, it's probably the same outfit, and I just don't remember. Honestly, it probably is. Yeah, it's that is she had the pink top. Mm -hmm. Oh my god, what if it really is? I don't think it's exact. Well, maybe, but it's definitely she's known to wear. She's certainly a um, a, a used look. Decades later, she'll. Hell, she'll wear a, a casual shirt as a outfit at mm-hmm. her recent outings. But um, yeah, I think that while not, you know, the song is not as it's more disjointed and you can't mm-hmm. really like I do play it at the bar still, but it's um, not like as sing alongable. Right. It, like that's the commercial. Yeah. The other one is the song. The song. With the accompanying music video commercial. Yeah. I live for the now era of the generations look that like ripped to shreds mm-hmm. jeans and tatters so everywhere 2000s so 2000s and it's so cool and so britney we used to watch it and um i have this very distinct memory of this girl her name was Allie, mm-hmm. and she was also a britney stan but she was also so mean um <laughs> but she stand britney so i was like okay okay fine you and bitch. we i have this very vivid memory of us on these old ass computers with like was it um windows media player yep or like winamp both or one of those ones that sure. was real player yeah those old school ones you know and you'd never have the right plug-in ever. ever and we used to watch this and she would try and learn the dance okay and i secretly always wanted to be i wanted to be up there i wanted to do that yeah. but i just sat in my chair i was like yeah yeah do supported it supported it but that's <laughs> another memory that i have of that i remember um trying to perfect that wink at the end yes for those who think young yeah, it's like it's a perfect holding of the can and the mm. wink and the side eye. It's really it's a Britneyism, impossible to recreate perfectly. Mm-hmm. That was a very defining commercial. It was still holds up. Still holds up. Please, like we don't need any more. Well, speaking of other performances, yes, and Lynch, because there's really so many from this year. There are. I'm thinking of another one that is deeply underappreciated. Go for it. <clears throat> the 2001 American Music Awards performance of Stronger. Yes. Which I think it just gets no love. No. Nobody knows about it nope. except for stands. It's The photos get love, I feel like. The photos get love. I mean, it is her most headbanging, hair-whipping mm-hmm. performance that she's ever done. And the concept is really cool. It's like living her full rock and roll fantasy. Mm-hmm. Um, rock and roll fantasy available at Kohl's. <laughs> I think, is that a name of one? I think it is. Oh, Rocker Fantasy. Yeah. It, it, honestly, though, we could name anything it was that's a, already been Well, made. Stronger Fantasy in 2001 was <laughs> truly fabulous. Uh, the mix is so cool. So good. Especially when she turns into this, like, growling Marilyn Manson. She's like, I'm stronger. I'm strong. Like, why are you kidding me? Completely amazing. She, see, she spoils us because she gives us completely different reinterpretations of her songs. The second they come out, she performs them way differently live every time, every time, every time, every time. Um, that performance specifically is so good. It's also very different than everything else she was doing. It was like, it, it wasn't like the other ones were sexy and sexy this slave. Like almost all of them. Rocker. And she Rock. went so hard with she the, did. the dancing and the head whipping and the, yeah, I mean, this was like the first time we got like, Britney holding a mic. Uh-huh. Knee. Yeah. Yeah. Very strange. Versus it being around 
because normally it's around her ear mm-hmm. and like in front, you know, the iconic classic. Brief, yeah. But this was, she was holding it. Yeah. I, I would actually, that w- performance would have translated really well at the Super Bowl. It's like super masked. Yes. And it's like, it wor- would have worked. It would have, and it would have gone well with Aerosmith. <sighs> like it could have blended really well. Larry, what the fuck? <sighs> well, <clears throat> where were we? Where were we? We, we were, were on our couches at home, shaking. <laughs> It's true. Uh, but had we been calling the shots, mm-hmm. that would have been amazing for the Super Bowl. It would have. Um, there was another performance that year in the middle of a body of water. Yes. The Billboard Awards. Yes. The first maybe time we got Vegas knee. Yeah. Might have been her first dabble. Yeah, I think so. Um, she performed literally on a stage in the middle of the Bellagio. Yep. Yep. Is that Bellagio the- Fountains? Not sponsored. Not sponsored. Um, Fountains are always sponsoring podcasts. I'm so tired of fountain ads. Squarespace.com slash Bellagio. Yeah, she performed on stage in the middle of this pond that's huge and has fountains. Uh, And reservoir for you. Full full start to finish. Full slave. Music video choreo. Mm -hmm. The fountains were synced to slave for you. Impressive. I would love to interview whoever it was who had to to schedule that. (laughs) Sitting there, scheduling every little squirting fountain to the beat of Slave for You. I think the impressive feat, we were talking about this, is also, like, there's no way she heard anything. Oh, no. So, I don't really know. I mean, I guess they could have been, like, on a boat blasting it nearby or something. But, like, I don't really... Maybe she had an earpiece? I don't... I don't Probably. But even still, you've got to hear the roar of the fountains behind you mm-hmm. and... Vegas is loud, and yes. I don't really understand really how she kept it in sync that well. No, and this one also was shot very well. Yes. I remember it was, like, very dramatic with the yeah. fountains, and it was, like, just super dramatic. Awful pants, though. Those pants. Not the best pants? Look look it up right now. Hit pause and type in Check out the pants. Billboard 2001 Slave for You. Mm-hmm. You're going to be like, oh, the pants and the gloves got to go. But other than that... And they actually... Uh, they worked better. She basically borrowed them, I believe, from Dream Within a Dream. Yeah, there because, was something similar. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, when speaking of, I mean, Dream Within a Dream, which we will get into. Yeah, because that's a fully. That's a big one in 2002. So stay tuned. Mm-hmm. But also continuing with the theme of legends only mm-hmm. and performances. Yes, this year she performed with the one, the only Michael Jackson. MJ, King of Pop. Madison Square Garden, The Way You Make Me Feel. 30th anniversary, Michael Jackson celebration. The person he brings out is Britney. Mm -hmm. It was such a torch-passing moment, I think, much like Madonna with Britney with The Kiss. It was just such a validation. Yes. Like, this is the princess of pop. Like, this is the person who is the rightful heir to the throne. Uh, Physical performance, however... She looks astonishingly good. She fucking served the, ha- the like slightly sexed up hair, and she literally does nothing other than walk back and she forth struts. from stage left to stage right, and it's the the legs, the legs for days. The the walk is just, and it totally f- serves the purpose of like hot girl walking down the street that you can't stop staring at. Mm-hmm. She, she she almost played a little bit of a character. She did. She, with Michael. Lord knows she loves it. Yeah, she absolutely did. She was like, look at that guy. She's like making mocking faces at him. Mm-hmm. And he's just doing his Michael thing. And the crowd's going crazy for her. It was very validating, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, and we did get vocals. We did. Yeah. They're good. We got a, we got a cover. Half cover. Yeah, we did. We got a cover, and I think you know they they hit the stage together again in uh, at the VMAs to present an award, and he like held her hand. All all very like validating moments. Mm-hmm. Also, too going, I mean, sort of touching on that performance, but then also the VMAs and also these other ones. I felt like she was very fearless this year. Yes. Like obviously getting a cage with Mm -hmm. a fucking tiger, Mm -hmm. which she would never do now. No, she's made it very clear that she hated the snake and she hated every moment of that performance. Right. But like that. And then also too, I mean, to be on stage with someone who is an actual, we, we throw around legend a lot. We do. But this is, you know, different. This is actual. Like when we're talking serious legends, we're talking Michael Jackson, Britney Spears. Yes. Madonna. Willa Ford. 
Oh, yes. <laughs> Heidi Montag. Yes. Um, yes. But it's true. I felt like she was so fearless this year. And 2000 gave us, I felt like the the stamp of superstar. Mm-hmm. And then 2001 was really, she knew it. She was confident and yeah. she was fearless. Yeah. And she went into all these performances. I mean, the Super Bowl with Aerosmith. Just the look on her face. There's not yeah. a an ounce where she was ever scared. If she was nervous, we didn't know it. No. Yeah. We, we did not know it. We sure know it these days. Right. But then? But back then, there was a not a ounce of mm, fear mm. in her eye. She was Super on fire. Super inspiring. Mm-hmm. Yep. That's why it's like, I can't even joke about the performance. Because when I watch them, I'm like, oh my God. Mm-hmm. She really did that. Yeah. yeah, and they're all so different this year. Every single performance yeah. really was so different. They're so varied. It's not like now where you kind of get, you Work know, bitch. yeah, like <laughs> the sim, like it's kind of like the same thing. Like, yeah, that you know people will repeat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This was. I mean, you look at all these performances. Just go to. I mean, you'll be on YouTube for fifteen thousand hours. Mm-hmm. We almost got caught in a we did loop before this. Dude. Um, but you look at every single one and everything from the stage to the dancers, her costume the way that they produce it, the edit, the mix, they all are their own work of art. Yes, they are. Artney. Squatty Potty's next. We just have to think of a good one. Are you thinking of a fake ad for Squatty Potty? <laughs> Wait, I know one too. Hold on. I just need to like get myself still and like get in the zone for this one. We got them candles hanging, hanging from the ceiling low. We use our bodies to make our own videos. Put on our music that makes us go fucking crazy, oh. Go crazy, oh. Like a squatty potty. Uh, (laughs) Oh, that song is ruined now. Oh my god, Tanasha's career is canceled. I will never recover from that. Like a squatty potty. Oh my god, it's ruined. (laughs) Like a squatty potty. Glory is ruined. No, no, no. I, I, I. Uh, <laughs> we ain't gonna deny I. Oh my god. Yeah, not, not gonna sleep because you're gonna be up all night taking a shit. <laughs> oh my god. Like a squatty potty. Speaking of art, we should probably get into the actual art from the era. Yes. Brittany. Yeah, so let's get into the actual album. So, as we discussed, the kickoff of the era, mm-hmm. I'm a slave for you. Heard of it? Is the first track. Yes. Rightfully so. Yes. And first time she's not naming an album after the song. Yes. Yes. That is true. She really called this one Britney. And I will say that I do think as we get through the, the various songs, mm-hmm. I do think that was an, a good title. It was. album Because arguably it was her most personal to date. Yeah. Yeah. It, it was it really the theme is very evident. Mm-hmm. Um, but honestly for you, I mean, video hmm really was a turn yes and so was the sound again kind of a shocker total shocker whole package was a shocker yeah also never would have happened in 2018 no the title the animals on stage right none of this would have happened nope. luckily it is generally accepted and known that she's unproblematic unproblematic innocent humble and that the theme of the song was in a bondage domination right setting completely but yeah never would have passed in 2018 no not at all so uh again though similar to oops Mm -hmm. i was introduced to this music video via making the video yes yep the slow motion walk through the Mm -hmm. through the hallway that she had to sing fast yes the green screen i was fascinated by that this is really i mean making the video really was where i was like ooh. Yeah. Green. They stand in front of green Mm. and then they just are in a magic other place. How does that happen? And now I'm like, I can put myself in the screaming shop. You have video. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You sure have. Um, Oh my God. I forgot. Yeah. But I feel like also too, what I think like why I stand is I think about a lot of these early shows because you get this video that is so shocking and so sexual and out there. But the lead up to it, where they're making the video, you see that she's such a nerd. Mm-hmm. She's so goofy. Yeah. That's why, we, that is why we stand. Has her insecurities. Yes. And she's like, oh my, you know, like, and, you know, we'll get to toxic later, but you yeah. kind of see where she's like, I don't want to be seen. You know, she's very like, you see where she turns on the pop star. Yeah. She's like this nerd, mm-hmm. dorky, 
whatever. And then Brittany Jean. Yeah, she's Brittany Jean. And then she turns on the pop star. Britney Spears. Which I think is kind of, I mean, it's why I stand. It's exactly why. always, you saw it, the switch go on. Yeah. I think a lot of people who uh, joined the bandwagon in 2007 mm-hmm. uh, generally didn't know who she was no, because they, they weren't paying attention. This. And like you got, you were forced to see her personality then. Right. Because it was all over TMZ and everything. But before that, I think a lot of people's impression of her was this like, oh, she's this impossibly perfect pop princess. Even though we all knew that she was goofy and weird and nerdy and like insecure, as you said, behind the scenes. And that's like what was endearing about it. So for Slave, she was 19 and performing this completely grown up sounding song that could have gone to Janet um, yes. very easily. Pharrell, you know, worked on this. Mm-hmm. Some would say he might have fallen off in recent years with recent productions. Tough for debate, but certainly at this stage of the game, he was really at the top of his game. Really, it was just a great kickoff to this album. Yeah, a it's, solid start. It's such a sonic shift that really shook us all up. Yeah, and then we have track two, mm-hmm. where we go into "Overprotected," the radio edit. <laughs> Which, there's two versions of Overprotected. Yes. Which some may not know. There's the original version. Yeah. And then there's the Dark Child remix, which is the one that you see, that you hear in the music video. Yes. The the one that most people are probably thinking. There's two two music videos, videos, two songs. One is much more, I think, Britney. Yeah. The original one. Mm -hmm. And then the Dark Child remix is much more, uh, I think, them changing her sound. Mm-hmm. And kind of going yeah. more dance. Yeah. Overprotected is one of those songs that I feel like, well, sort of by her, her own fault, it didn't really follow through in later years, even though everyone's been screaming for it to be added to Vegas forever. Mm-hmm. But we haven't had it in a very long time. No. Well, I also think if you, the meaning of the so- the lyrics of the song. So Britney. I almost think she yeah. probably doesn't want to bring it up now. Whereas then maybe it was... A, similar to Lucky. Yeah. It was one of those things that we didn't really notice until after. Right. She relayed as much that mm-hmm. she was feeling overprotected. Also, Dream Within a Dream Flash, I just remember that she performs that with a bald head. Yes. Yeah. And the jail um, bars with the lasers. Yes. She's like in the circle and the lasers are on stage mm-hmm. and then you see on the screens their jail bars and yeah. she's like punching at them and trying to get out. Yep. And her hair is changing constantly. Snatched. Via, I'm assuming, a green screen, bald cap. Yep, yep. Um, wow. Yeah. Yeah, that really actually, there's a lot here. There's a this lot. This year really was a lot. It was a lot. Um, a lot of foreshadowing. Well, yeah, we'll get into the tour. We'll, we'll break it down in 2002. Yeah, but also with Overprotected, one of her best dance breaks in a music video. I think the overprotected dance break is maybe her best dance break in, in a, video. a music video. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. Um, the pink, what do you call them? Chaps. The pink chaps. Flawless. The cathedral, cathedral, hotel, whatever the flailing sleeves, like everything is so dramatic about it. The split. Um, what a perfect dance break. It's great. Yep. That video, it's a good video. And then even the end in the alleyway when it's raining, every time it rains and I get caught in the rain, I'm <laughs> like ready to get on the ground and start gyrating and singing overprotected. I know. She's had a few rain moments, really. Mm-hmm. Also, in this music video, uh, she sees herself being criticized on the television. She does. And turns it off. Yeah. Megan Kelly scalped again. Scalped. It's true. But this really is the first album where she kind of goes deeper. She hits back at the haters. Oh, yeah. This is like the most self-reflective album. It's the beginning of her tumultuous relationship with the media in in the sense that she's actually shading them. Because Lucky was like, poor her in a way. And now it's like, fuck you. Yes. So, yeah, this is the beginning of what some would say rebellion. Yeah. Um. Yeah, so overprotected. Mm-hmm. And then the next track, we have track number three, Lonely. Love Lonely. So good. Love Lonely. It's like so aggressive. And so um, I saw a comparison to Janet Jackson's What About, which is right on point. It's like very fierce, rocky, angry, mm-hmm. electronic. It is, it is an angry, 
breakup yeah moment yeah ain't no way i've been alone like she's scowling and that's like so shocking compared to what we had heard up until that point yeah because we didn't really get good breakup songs until a couple no, years she later was sad she was in. lonely mm. <laughs> yes and also this one was weird because at the time she was not broken up no but she did have her high school love gone true yeah she was really expressing a lot of emotion think of all the time that i wasted mm-hmm. um the next oh one. Oh, we'll talk about it in 2002. Never mind. The tour. I keep... A lot of the Britney album really brings me to the Dream Within a Dream tour. Yes. Like, Which is visuals. why I think this this year really is just so much because mm-hmm. it carry the. I would say visually this year is so heavy mm-hmm. because Dream Within a Dream tour... I mean, maybe we just talk about it all. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I agree. I there's so many things from the album that I think of the Dream Within a Dream DVD. Right. The visuals. Yes. The meaning of the visuals. Yeah. Um, this is really where I feel like because in the zone, which is the next album, she Spoiler was obviously <laughs> so involved in, and it yeah. was very self-reflective. Yeah. And this is really where we're starting to get a lot of that. So, if we're gonna mention it, mention it all. Uh, <laughs> Lonely, I associate with her amazing. Um, I think she wants to battle me, like mm-hmm. her uh, Britney on Britney dance battle with her screen. So good. Dream within a dream tour. Look it up. Yeah. Well, speaking of self reflection songs, oh, me reflect song. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not a girl. Not uh, a woman. Yes. All you need is time. I'm not a girl. Uh, was extremely important for that time uh, as we will get into Crossroads mm-hmm. next year. It was also interesting. It was co-written, partially written by Dido, which is strange. Just had some weird co-writers. I think this song, even just the title of it, almost in a way sums up this period of her career. Yeah. Not necessarily the song itself, the way the song sounds, but it just, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman, because this was the time where the media criticism was really picking up and she was transitioning from bubblegum pop mm-hmm. to adult yep. in front of everyone's eyes. I mean, mind you, we're going through all of this so fast. Yeah. Like she's at this point in two years, she's had three albums. Right. And is just constantly in the media. And mm-hmm. this year is just everything. She had diary, MTV diary this year, all the making the videos. Oh my God. All the performances. Yeah. The Super Bowl. I mean, this was really just, she was so in front of the camera constantly 24 7. And this song, I think, sums all that up. It does. It's crazy. She, it was released as a single in 2002, but like it's on the album. That's why we're talking about it. It's just wild that she was only born in 81. So 2001 is when she was 20. So she was only 19. And it's kind of a message that needed to be said as like basic as it kind of is as a title. She was 19 yeah, when everyone was coming for her constantly and still, I mean, forever. That's the story of her career. So it was a nice little shutdown, I guess. And it's, I love this song so much. All I need it's just such a, and the video, the video is worth applauding and chatting about the, Grand Canyon. Mm-hmm. Heard of it? <laughs> it's never been grander. <laughs> I can't believe she invented the Grand Canyon. Yeah, she invented uh, mesas. <laughs> she she parted the sand she and invented caverns. She really did that. Going back to my point that I was saying earlier, yeah. I feel like I mean all of this is so intertwined this year because I I yeah I feel like we're going all over the place, but we really I mean you have to mm-hmm. because it's all so intertwined and this year was so busy. Yep. Back to what I was saying before about fearless. Yep. We talk about making the video for this. I mean I think this also I remember this making the video being one of the times where I was like so in awe mm-hmm. of her. Mm-hmm bravery and her fearlessness because this was not green screened right she hanging on that she filmed this live they put the cameras on helicopters yeah she was fucking hanging off the fucking grand canyon like so let's just we start the era she's in a in a tiger cage Mm could have been mauled to death if the tiger just thought for a split second she could have been strangled by a snake 
She could have fallen off the Grand Canyon. She could have drowned in the Bellagio Bellagio (laughs) Fountains. Iconic. And also with Dream in a Dream going on, like, soaking wet on that one platform Uh, that flew over the Well, we will talk about that. She basically had Pink's whole career in one year. Oh, we're going to go there? You really just had to just shove a wedge. Um, no, we love okay. pink. We, we, yes, I Get stand. Get down on the ground eventually. Um, um. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. Uh, no, but like this making this making the video, I remember they just put a like a strap around her and they're like, yeah, yeah just, you know, just, just kick out a couple feet and just hang, hang your legs over the edge of the fucking cliff and we're gonna send a helicopter up and film you singing not a girl not a woman just thinking about it gives me shivers yeah because i I mean obviously now they would green screen someone yeah oh but like yeah this oh my god i need to watch it on youtube's Uh, it's Mm -hmm. such a good yeah and she's just so chill does it there was something about this year that just nothing phased her Mm -mm. truly the imperial reign um yeah and also at home if you either haven't watched in a while or not at all the making the videos for all of the videos we discuss you really need to because mm-hmm. it really it shines shows a, a light of her it does shine, it shows her as a person and it shows the stunts that she herself pulls like let's not even get into you know the toxic backflips and mm-hmm. shit you know oh god yes so the next song boys another boys. pharrell moment mm-hmm. Uh, also, Austin Powers, yes, Bon Con a little bit here. Completely. So, Boys is also a more something more urban beat for her. Mm-hmm. A great beat. This music video might be a couple of my favorite hair looks. Hair. Oh my god! Um, I think of the hair discussed. before anything else. Yes. Yes. Like the hoops. I don't know. Maybe it's because I'm from New Jersey. Yeah. It's because I'm from New Jersey. <laughs> That's exactly why I love. A you don't hoop. even need to ask. Um. The. The curls and the hoop yeah. look, serve. Yeah. Also, the high pony. Ugh. I love a high pony. She looked so good in that window scene in the dressing room. Yeah, she really in. just served. That oh. dress wasn't cute. Yeah. But, like, it was... For, like, it, it was just, cute for it her. It was Britney. Yeah. That was her... That was the style back then. And we also, like... The facts are facts. Like, the st- she's never been a fashion queen. No. It's never been the case. Yeah, this whole... This video was a serve again. I mean, also to the dancers in this one. Yeah, and oh just my like God. the the production of it is just so good. It really is. It's just sort of it's so like glossy two thousands era like mm-hmm. flawlessness. It's eye candy. Yes. Um, the next track. Well, because we've been talking so much about Dream Within a Dream Tour, mm. the next song, anticipating. Uh, anticipating is basically it's actually like her Janet song. It, it's just like all for you. It's just mm-hmm. like that kind of vibe. Pure joy, pure like disco. And it's interesting that it's on the album because it is kind of a different vibe. Yeah, it feels a little bit like oopsie to me. Mm-hmm. A little. Yeah, got quite a moment on Dream Within a Dream. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and also they released it, the Dream Within a Dream part as like a music video kind of. It was yeah. Like an emotional thing or something. Yeah. This look, we're talking about fa- speaking fashion. Speaking of fashion. Queen. She was serving um, uh, scraps, but make it work. Scarecrow. Project Runway episode yeah. one. Literally. Yeah. DIY. Literally uh, houses drawn in crayon. Yeah. In it's a, a little high concept. Not a lot of people <laughs> get it. So. <laughs> yeah. This was very. Um, very cool. What's that art festival that's in Florida? In Florida? Oh. Uh, Miami. Yeah, um, um, Art Basel. Art Basel. Yeah, this was very um, Art Basel. Very Art Basel-ny? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say so, too. I would also like to point out that I own a uh, rare French CD single of Anticipating. Oh. That was a single in France. Nobody, How did it do? Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Actually, I think it did okay. I don't know if anyone... I How can't. do you say by anticipating on iTunes in French? Uh, uh, je suis désolé. Oh, um, yeah. Um, Copure électrique. I think that the song would have not done well anyway here. No. So it could have been, it was a Euro kind of song. Yeah, for it sure. was very Britney to me, but yeah. it felt very different from where the sound was moving. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's so, it's very uh, roller disco. It is very roller doesn't Public RuPaul affair. tweet about the song all the time? Yeah, all the time. And like, I think of RuPaul when I think of the song now. Yeah, and that's always been recently. It's like roller disco. And yeah. he always tweets about anticipate. Mm-hmm. Again, legends, 
Legends. Only, Sporting I, Legends. I mean, should we just change the title of this podcast to Legends? Only, Legends on Le- Yeah, all I mean, discussing. yes. Well, and here we go. I mean, Legends Only, next track. Uh-huh. I Love Rock and Roll. Well, there you go. Giant guitar. Won't travel everywhere, but... <laughs> no. We don't got the budget for that. Nope. She kept it in a garage for a couple of years. She kept it in the garage. Yeah. I love rock and roll. Um, I love this video. This is a great video. God. See, this is once again, her stronger AMA's aesthetic. Uh, rock girl. Mm-hmm. Uh, like blonde, heavy metal badass. On a motorcycle. Motorcycle. Crawling to the, through the wires. Mm-hmm. Like smashing gritty. guitars and the speakers. She is uh, a rock star, so I don't know why people say rock is dead. Yeah. Um, um, also, since um, I feel like we're giving you a lot of moments to stop and pause yeah, in are. this episode because there's so much visuals here, yeah, I would just like to say this, and I don't know why I feel like saying this, Uh-oh. but I, it's just something that has always stuck with me, and yeah. so I just want to make this point. Okay. This music video, watch it, and then go look at a music video called I Don't Need a Man by the Pussycat Dolls. Oh. Do you remember that one? Yeah. Britney's impact i love uh, rock and roll yeah it for sure the pretty much the same except yeah. they did pink background hers was red mm. so her impact just wanted to say that the pussycat doll slay yes i'm not this is not a read yeah i am just on the theme of legends only yeah right just you know connecting two dots yeah Brittany, melody thornton six legends yeah yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, um who would later open for her yes oh, such a good opening oh it really god was. we're fast forwarding too god, much god i know there's just this there's is, too much this year is so it's packed too much of <laughs> no this is not nothing this is a lot um okay well let's just call this episode fucking legends only um speaking yeah. of another legend cinderella is the next uh, you know how i feel about this one this cinderella is one of favorites is I feel like absolutely one of my favorites uh it is a stan favorite among some circles. It is dark and weird. Mm-hmm. And it's such a good song. And the bridge is so amazing. Um, this is Britney playing the part of Cinderella or not being your Cinderella, really. It's a feminist anthem. It is. And, you know, I think Cinderella should have been a single. I'm biased, but I think like the music video that would have come out of that would have been perfect. This I would say, I mean, I, I'm not a girl, not yet a woman. It was mm-hmm. very telling of her in this moment. But this song was also yeah. a very, and it was angry. Mm-hmm. This, I mean, I just want to read some of the lyrics for oh, those who may not recall. I don't want to, should I sing it? From yeah. time to time I try to tell just what was on my mind. You told me not, not today. today. Which is clearly her saying, you know, she's been told to not speak her mind mm-hmm. um come back do that where cinderella at was all you had to say it's clearly a moment where she's saying that disney princess which could literally i mean we could, mm-hmm. she well, that's is mm-hmm. um in a way a disney princess and she's angry and she's running away from that and yeah. she's been told what to do told what to say told how to feel and she's not having it anymore. It's very overprotected in mm-hmm. that way. Overprotected. She's not a girl. She's not yet a woman. She mm-hmm. needs time. She needs a moment that is hers. Yeah. I mean, this whole album is so... Themes. This is a cohesive message yes. in this album. It which, really as, a, as a kid, I feel like I didn't see it then. No. They were just bops. Yeah. Bops they were just bops. iconic. I'm like, yes. Yeah. And good performances. But now, looking back, I'm like, holy crap. Yeah. I'm sorry. Just trying to live my life. That's it. The spoken bridge of this song is so good. And like, she sounds possessed. I just love it. Almost like a prequel to Mona Lisa. Yes, completely. Ish. Yeah. And and even connection to like Mannequin even. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of uh, original Dalny in this. Mm-hmm. Next track. Yes. Is Let Me Be. Again, just really says it. Ugh, so good. Yeah, it's true. Um, I love the the production on this song. There was also a bit of confident knee in this one, though. Yeah. This one wasn't necessarily an angry one. Right. She felt like she knew what she was doing, and mm-hmm. she just wanted to do it and be left alone. Completely. This is all sort of themed perfectly as an album. Mm-hmm. Um, next track is Bombastic Love. Right. Well, Bombastic Love doesn't quite fit the theme. No. 
I certainly, for years, assumed bombastic love was about an explosive love. As it turns out, it means a wordy love. Doesn't make any sense, no. does it? I it's don't think the of... writers knew that. I don't no. think. Yeah. This is um, <laughs> almost weirdy. Yeah. Would you say? Yeah. And it's going to be exactly like in a movie. Right. Mm-hmm. It's a little corny. Yeah, it doesn't. It's very cheesy. It's the least grown of Britney, the album, thus far. Because even anticipating while upbeat is kind of a timeless song. Yeah. Whereas this is a group of people just misidentifying a word and we're just pretending it's fine. It's an odd one. It's an odd it's one. It's a weirdly placed song for sure. It is. And that'll probably be the song she adds to the 2019 residency. Oh my God. I would stand. This one is very, it should have been on, on Baby. It could have been. It yeah. could have been Baby. I mean, or maybe it was like a leftover moment. Yeah. Um, next up, I mean, I feel like the, the last few from this album mm. are very interesting. Yeah, this gets into my favorites. Yes. Uh, that's Where You Take Me. Yeah, that's that's Where You Take Me is, it's like a nice little come down. Because mm-hmm. she is so aggressive in a lot of the album that it's kind of nice to have a little escape vocals she yes. brings back the vocals here with you i get mm-hmm. so high yeah it's i like nice... that word it's, it is a nice come down from all the yeah it, it again reminds me of janet a little bit and um it's just kind of like a nice little escapade it is very janet yeah now that you've been saying all of this i'm like seeing it so yeah. much more on like a lot of these songs yeah she's it. baby janet like every time somebody compares her to madonna i'm like nope she was always following the janet template always hmm yeah. Well, speaking of a come down, mm-hmm. uh, the next track, When I Found You. Uh, I love this song. I love this song. The, uh, uh, <laughs> oh, oh, sorry, would you like to repeat that? That little, uh, that little beginning, you know, that noise. Was that where you were? Oh, I love this song. Yeah, me too. So much. It kind of reminds me of like a heaven on earth. Yes. Or like an unusual you. Yes. It's like a very um, light, Uh love free, angel knee moment, innocent and just sweet and pretty. I agree with all of that. I think it is the beginning of a lot of her electronic experimental moments. Her experimental electronic stuff is also some of my favorite tracks that she's ever done. The bridge of this song is phenomenal she just like suddenly gets tossed into this like the beats swallowing her alive and she sounds panicking i don't you know i don't know if people like know this one but if you like skip to the bridge like if we play it now it's just like just gets so chaotic Here come the vocals. I don't know. For some reason, finally found, baby. (laughs) Baby. For some reason, that song is very visual to me, and it just feels like she gets submerged in Mm -hmm. like these heavy beats, and then she's like, "When I found you," and she like gets out of it. Mm -hmm. It's very cool. I don't know. I feel it very visually. A very visual uh, year, I would say. Yes. Um, The next track. A lot of these ones, I will say, are are really good um, and underrated. Yes. I Run Away. Oh, yeah. And we should also mention that this is like various versions of the album have the, yes. the track listings kind of crazy for, yeah. But we're talking about all the songs that are were featured. I Run Away is one of her best ever uh, for me. The production on this song is bananas. And then the way that her voice fucking sounds like a spinning las vegas thing at the end Mm -hmm. they like completely vocode the shit out of her it's so cool it's very similar to when i found you yeah they're both yeah vocals we get vocals in both of them yeah but it's the first time they really kind of i don't want to say actually no i feel like maybe this is one of the first times where they started to use 
electronic sounds mm-hmm. in an artistic way. Yeah. Not necessarily auto-tuning her to sound better. Right. But no. they did it as a they used her voice and manipulated it to make new sounds. Completely. In a very blackout way. I love the towards the end of this song when it just spins out of control. Ugh God, I run away is so good. That and when I found you are underrated mm-hmm. gems. Highly recommend. Yeah. The next track, which I think is one of your favorites. Yes. Probably. What it's like to be May. May. You know what it's like. So drama, Wade Robson, Justin Timberlake on a track, past, present, and alleged mm-hmm. sorted affairs. What it's like to be me is like the grown up version of Can't Make You Love Me. She's got the the fame and everything and she's on top of the world and you don't know how hard it is. Right. Also on this track, she is kind of battling for she's like you've got my heart to win before i let you in mm-hmm. and it's the two i mean yeah i'm very curious your thoughts on this so we're, we're discussing wade robson yeah. and justin timberlake and the drama that we're saying so britney was in a relationship with justin timberlake obviously power couple at the time mm-hmm. and it is alleged that britney cheated on justin with wade Mm-hmm. who was her choreographer. So for the two of them to be a part of this song and she's singing about you've got my heart to win before I let you in is very drama. It really is. Uh, this would be um, like if uh, Manny Mua, Laura Lee and Jeffree Star released a palette <laughs> together to bring this to 2018 for some of you guys. Do you guys you follow finally would maybe understand kind yeah. of kind of comparing Mm-hmm. Um, that would be, so that would be if they released a joint palette together. Um, that's kind of in comparison. Um, this is a great breakdown too. This is I will say, breakdown. um, at, you know, at the time, um, even though I was Backstreet Boys Stan, there are a couple Justin Timberlake songs that were bops yeah. in this time period. Credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. Dirty Pop. Wait, was that NSYNC? <laughs> that was, uh, NSYNC, yes. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> well, Anyway, he it's very Justin Timberlake influenced the breakdown and it's kind of it kind of goes off. I mean, I'll g- yeah, I mean, uh, the crazy thing is like and I didn't really look into Wade's production that much because I didn't even consider that. But he co-wrote Pop for NSYNC and Gone and See Right Through You on Celebrity. Ooh, the drama thickens. Right. So he also co-wrote What It's Like to Be Me. Justin did the backup vocals. Very interesting love triangle there. That is, it's, that's really interesting. Yeah. Let's throw this out here on this podcast. Okay. Since we're letting it all out. (sighs) Do you think that it's true that Britney Spears cheated on Justin Timberlake? Oh my God. I feel like I'm in the hot seat. Uh, I feel like the answer is yes, but we don't really get to know if he also committed acts of infidelity. True. It could have been back and forth. I, I will know. say, mm-hmm. I also agree. Yeah. And I do think, in, obviously, when we get to In the Zone, yeah. I think based off of the response to Crimea River, I also agree that I think there might have been something there. Yeah. But yeah, I will say, I mean, it is one of those things where we may never know. We may never know story. We don't really get her perspective and she would never throw him under the bus if there was anything. And let's be real. He has kind of throughout his moments with other artists. Mm -hmm. It seems like he always comes out unscathed. He really knows compared to the females throw someone under the bus. Yeah. He really, I mean, he really does throw people under the bus and kind of get away with it. Yeah. Historic. And that's why man in the woods flopped. And that's a different story. (laughs) Um, Karma. I said it. Oh, the chart said it. Well, <laughs> actually, it did really well, but then it flopped. Oh, it's fine. It didn't. What I should say is that like it had a strong opening, but then nothing was nothing impacted culture. You can have an album that is a huge first week, and then nothing happens with it. Like it just doesn't mean anything. True. And I don't think it did. Anyway, this is not a Justin Timberlake podcast. It is not. Um, there will never be. But, you know, it is a part of this year mm-hmm. and this song specifically. It is a very interesting yeah. song title, lyrics, trio yeah. that are involved. And that, you know, just was what it was. Was what it was. We may never know the full story. But lastly on this album. Yes. Before the goodbye. 
Before the Goodbye is one of my favorite songs ever from her, even though I have too many of those and I could never fit them all in a top 10 very nicely. Uh, and I will constantly regret the ones I pick. Before the Goodbye is BT, which is crazy. He is an electronic mastermind. He mm-hmm. does these incredibly layered songs. So, I mean, even just, they're so, their experiences. The artistry. I songs it's like these yeah. are these are i love electronic music mm-hmm. and like bt when i listen to his work i see visuals like i feel they're cinematic they're yeah. gorgeous they're, like, they're they're more than just you know a song or like a single i would say they're yeah they're sonic experiences nice mm-hmm. i agree and before the goodbye is no exception it is a rare marriage of pop and left, left, left of center electronica. He's able to like bring himself into Britney's world. It's weird as it should be. And he's so experimental for like this 19 year old teeny bopper to be pairing with BT to making this kind of sound. It's a good um, indication of what she was going for on in the zone. Yes. She wanted to get weird. Yeah. And this is so And kind good. of take control of, her sound yeah which you know ties back into everything we were saying completely earlier stuff of like she wants to start you know steering the ship and yeah yeah i'm interested to i would be interested to know how this all came about yeah because i i kind of can't see them putting her in the studio or like mm -hmm. it feels a little strange for them to have done so maybe Mm -hmm. yeah i i also think you know it was earlier in his career like right you know Oh, He's, man, I would love for them to work together again. Oh, God, I would live for that. Which maybe, I mean, I feel like we've decided now that there needs to be a bonus episode where we talk about our Hopes top and tens. dreams. Oh, oh our yeah. top tens. Yeah, a top ten. And also... Um, B10 hopes and dreams. Yeah, B10 yeah. moments. Because mm-hmm. as we go back through yeah, and we kind of touch back on all these songs that are, you know... Yeah. I feel like Before the Goodbye is like evidence when people are like, why do you like her? It's not just oops. No. It's not just Slave and the ones you know. Like that is such a cool, weird song. Mm-hmm. And I think like a casual person would be like, what right. is this? She was never really respected as like an artist. Yeah. And this is really times where we start to see experimental stuff happening. Completely. That kind of side of her wasn't showcased um, yet. Yet. It's coming, though. Oh, it's coming. But before, speaking of before the before goodbye. Before the goodbye. Before the goodbye to 2001. Yes. Is there anything else that we did not cover? Because I really, this year is so overwhelming. Is Don't even drag us if there's something we missed. Because Please leave your hate comments only under Kyle's mentions. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. Um, I know. This is the problem is like. There's too many. There were European performances. Mm-hmm. There are like so many things. There's there really were so many performances from this year <sighs> and looks and and TRL moments yeah. and it was really Britney overload. Not overload, but like yeah, on overdrive, overdrive, over protected, over mm-hmm. to you now, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. Um, oh, um, um, as I look at my note. Mm. There was, speaking of this era, I just wanted to give a shout out to the dancers of this era. Hey. Um, <laughs> hey, guys. Hey. Um, because, oh, well, that, that's a good segue into next episode, which we were going to be discussing 2002. Yeah. Which where we're going to do a, a more deeper dive into Dream Within a Dream Dream Within a Dream. But it's the same group of dancers that mm. are gonna we're going to see on this DVD. And they were a part of every single performance that mm-hmm. she did you saw them at the billboard awards you saw them on the stage with her at the vmas some of them were even there in 99 yeah and i will say it reminds me a lot of what we have now with yes it's like this family of dancers family. that were there with her through everything we see yeah. them more next year in 2002 mm-hmm. but i don't i i always remember it as a kid having like my favorite dancer mm-hmm. that she had it was um the one with the pink hair yeah yeah there was just a lot uh <laughs> But that's a good site. Speaking of the dancers and everything, that's a great end of this year. Yeah, the dancers will uh, will uh, segue us nicely into the tour. Yes, 2002. Yeah. Oh, but before we go, uh-huh. we need to... What's the knee? What's the knee? Tell me what's that knee. <laughs> we, gotta, we gotta pick a knee. We have to pick a knee. For 2001. 
Okay, so for 2001, I am going to go with Fearless Knee. That's what I was going to say. Oh, God, we're so alike. (laughs) (laughs) A good choice. I mean, how else can you really describe this year? She really did everything so fearlessly. Mm -hmm. I think that is the main thing we we kept thinking while watching back the performances and Mm -hmm. just everything she conquered so... Damn. Yeah, well, there was really no cracks here. No cracks. It was she went through? She had her angsty moments. Yeah, she powered through every performance. It was she went from superstar to fearless superstar. Yeah, fearless knee, flawless knee. Truly. So we have pigtail knee, uh-huh. vocal knee, superstar knee. Yeah, and now we are getting fearless. Fearless knee. knee. Two thousand one fearless knee. Yes, the the eyes of the tiger. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Which we will be seeing later. We, we, sure we will, will. M- numerous times. Yes. Dream within a dream. Live from Las Vegas, 2002. Vegas coming Join soon. Us next episode. I'm T Kyle. Tweet me at T Kyle Mac. And I'm Bradley. Tweet me <laughs> at Mew Muse. Tweet. Keep tweeting lotus flowers at Mew Muse. Please stop harassing me. <laughs> <laughs> well. See you soon. See you soon. <laughs> cool fact a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com.